Hey, good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jacob, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And, man, I'm feeling a lot better today. Uh, I was a little under the weather the last few days. Uh, I felt okay, uh, but my voice was... Uh, well, well, it wasn't very good, but uh, getting better, feeling a lot better today. I uh, hope you're having a great, great Friday as the, man, I'll, I'll say this, and I know uh, Colorado, uh, you guys have gotten the win- winners there. Uh, it's been absolutely fantastic uh, here in the Valley of the Sun. Super windy this morning. I was driving to work, uh, it was about 5 o'clock in the morning, uh, Pretty, pretty significant win, but, uh, it looks really nice outside right now. But man, the East Coast is going to get absolutely toasted. Uh, they're major, a nor'easter. Uh, I was talking to my mom in Syracuse. They're expecting feet of snow. Uh, the, the, the big problem, uh, the freeze that is going to hit the southeast, uh, Florida, Georgia, you know, the Carolinas, uh, the, uh, we, we, yesterday we talked about orange juice and other crops are going to be affected. Uh, so it, it caused a huge, huge spike in natural gas prices. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, these these heating bills are going to get ugly. But I'm joined with my partner, uh, Jason Walker. Jason was on assignment again uh, yesterday, uh, but he's back with us. Uh, Jason, good morning and welcome. Uh, how's the weather up there today? I know yesterday I, I, I heard there was snow again. No, everything, uh, man, is, everything's pretty good. We have some decent uh, days going through the weekend. And, uh, well, uh, I it's going to be a little rocky next week, so I'm going to, I'm going to keep my eye on it. So I, I got, uh, you know what, Joe? I'm going to let you finish this segment off. I got a uh, a, a business walking in the door for, real quick. Oh, okay. Well, see, there you go. So that, it's live radio. You never know what you're going to hear. So yesterday, uh, and we'll talk about the gold and silver markets. Uh, the banks absolutely blasted them. Uh, we'll get to that in the next segment. But yesterday in natural gas. Uh, right now, natural gas is up 10%, uh, almost $5, which is really high for, for us. But yesterday, the February contract for natural gas was expiring. And uh, all of these companies out there, you know, they're like everybody else, right? They, the power producers and, and whatnot, they only want to buy what they think they're going to need. And, of course, uh, with this huge freeze coming, a lot of these places got nervous that they hadn't bought enough. Uh, at one point yesterday, uh, the natural gas contract, and again, this was a February natural gas contract, jumped 72% uh, to over almost seven and a half dollars uh, so, uh, it just a, a huge gain, a, a, a short squeeze, if you like. But these are the things, uh, that really mess up people, uh, especially manufacturers, companies that use a lot of power. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, they, they don't know this happened. Uh, 
The consumer doesn't know. It's not like they, they send out a red alert, right? And your, your cell phone, you know when the storm's coming and your cell phone goes crazy, or they do the, the amber alert here in Arizona, it's the silver alert. Right? Some old, some old person wandered away from their house and your phone makes all these noises. Joe, I had a, I had an elderly person, uh, when I lived in Mead, actually walk, try to walk into our house. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I'm serious. They so, opened the door and walked right in. Right? Walked right in. Hey, honey, I'm home. You know, uh, but they don't do that. So you don't know what's even happening. You just, you know, you got the lights on and, you know, the, the TV's on and, well, you know, it, it's cold outside. I got the heat on. Uh, and next thing you know, uh, here comes your, your heating bill. And all of a sudden, uh, a bill that was three or four hundred dollars could turn into thousands of dollars. Uh, let, let's hope that doesn't end, but that, that was a, uh, a really unpleasant event yesterday. Didn't last very long, but the, here's the, the, the bottom line is, uh, natural gas, uh, is up over a dollar. Forget about the spike. Up over a dollar just in the last 36 hours. Uh, crude oil, uh, was almost at $89 today. Uh, right now sitting just below $88. Uh, the gold and silver markets are, are down again today. And when we get back, we're going to talk more about that. We had inflation numbers. Well, I don't even want to call them inflation numbers. We had what the, they like, the Fed's favorite inflation number was out. Well, of course, it's their favorite because it's the lowest one, and it doesn't actually track inflation at all. Uh, we'll talk about that as well and what that will mean. Consumer sentiment was out. It was terrible. Uh, unions, you know, Eric used to say this a lot, and this is going back like 15 years ago. And he had said the burger flippers and the coffee makers, you know, the baristas, they're going to be the new union workers. And lo and behold, yep, Starbucks, the, they're saying the younger generation is force, trying to force Starbucks into unionizing. And can you imagine? I mean, I don't even know what a Starbucks is, right? It's like eight, nine, ten dollars. Can you imagine if all the baristas unionized, right? The cost of a Starbucks is going to be like 20 bucks. Uh, maybe 20 bucks anyway, the way the price of coffee is going. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Yeah, Starbucks. <laughs> Man. If you didn't think uh, Starbucks could cost more, just wait. Uh, they're saying coast-to-coast coast, young Starbucks baristas pushing to unionize their cafes. Yes, flexing their collective power uh, against the coffee giant in a fight that could change the broader restaurant industry and its workforce. Uh, listen, this is dangerous. I'll, I'll just be, I get it. You know what? Again, once again, thank you, Jay Powell. Thank you, Joe Biden. Thank you, Janet Yellen. I think this is going to happen. Because here, here's the realities. No offense. $15 isn't enough. Not even close to enough. And, and now, uh, the, the Starbucks already, uh, several Starbucks stores 
have voted to unionize are saying that 30 company-owned stores from Massachusetts to Tennessee and even Arizona have filed for union elections at Starbucks, according to CNBC. Uh, and this is just something, again, I think this is going to pick up momentum. Uh, it, it's it's going to affect the cost of everything. And, and wait till we're done here. You know, this is part of this inflation cycle. That, that Jay Powell just doesn't seem to see. Yeah, you know, Joe, what, what you're uh, describing to me would be, you know, by 2030 or 2035, uh, no more Starbucks. It'll be gone, just like Blockbuster Video, because it's not a necessary thing that you have to have. You can, get, you can brew coffee at home. Right. You know, and, and again, uh, but, but, but the problem, I, I'm not worried about Starbucks, okay? but Starbucks is the beginning. Because what comes after Starbucks? All the rest. McDonald's, <laughs> Chipotle, Burger King, right? I mean, th- this is going to set off this re- this chain reaction. And, again, uh, you know, think about uh, the height of union power. When did it come? In the 70s. What was going on in the 70s? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that thing called inflation was going on. Uh, these guys are absolutely clueless. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, and, and, and I said it on Wednesday, and I was so glad uh, I ran that, that special that allowed you to lower your price. Because I thought for sure. You know, I, I wouldn't have bet a house payment on it, but I, probably, I would have thrown a couple hundred bucks Wednesday uh, that gold was going higher. And by all accounts, it should be higher. Uh, right now, when we think about it, gold what hit what eighteen fifty on Tuesday. Right now, it's seventeen eighty five, and I'm sitting here thinking, what the heck is going on? Uh, uh, Sprott uh, Capital—they're uh, a huge uh, involved in physical gold and silver markets. Uh, call it out the the banks and this this fool's errand that these banks are on uh, the denial uh, that they continue to be on and I don't know but, you know and again they're gonna do what they're gonna do right you know people say oh the markets are manipulated this that I don't know I mean I've got my feelings on it but I don't care right because. Uh, the prices always will end up where they need to be. But here's what's funny about all of that. When we started looking at the actual data that matters, not this fake GDP, right? GDP, what did they say? It was up 6.9%, right? About what they said inflation was, of course. All but 2% of that was an inventory adjustment. Uh, but we, we'll look at gold demand. 2021 was off the charts in gold demand, except for one thing. Paper gold was the only place where gold demand was down. But the gold demand for physical metal, despite the drop in paper gold demand, hit all-time record highs. Matter of fact, gold demand total was up double digits. It was up 10%. Uh, India, you know, when we look at these countries, India and China are are just huge buyers. India last year bought 
797 metric tons of gold. Guess what? That's still not enough. They estimate that India is going to buy 850 metric tons of gold last or, or this year, coming 2022. Uh, China's gold consumption was was off the charts. Demand for physical coins, and this was kind of uh, a, a really really. Interesting number. Demands for coins and bars, or what they call investment demand, grew by 43%. And and this is everywhere. Uh, So when we start looking at uh, what's really happening, you've got this this tug of war. Let me give you another great example, silver. By the way, uh, we still have some dimes and quarters. I'm just going to tell you right now, you better hurry up and buy them. And let me tell you why. Not because obviously price is low. Talk to the bullion bank. We talk to them every morning, and he notified us uh, that silver eagles are already on allocation from the mint. Already, and as you know, the mint their biggest mintage every year. Is January they, 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 because they close in December. They mint all of those. They mint in, in January. They have blown out uh, premiums, jumped on silver overnight about two dollars an ounce. So when we're we're sitting here thinking about uh, where demand really is, Jason, this was nothing more than uh, paper selling, so they could go. And, and just overwhelm the physical markets. And we've seen this play out how many times? Yeah, that's right, Joe. It, it, it's always been in my mind that gold and silver is a manipulated market. It absolutely is. I have no doubts in my mind. And, and I can give some evidence just as of recently. Uh, in 2019, before the COVID uh, emergency showed up, and you always have to have an emergency before they allow gold to go where it Because when there's an emergency – Investors don't really care that gold's going up. It's like, well, there's an emergency. That's why gold's going up. There's an excuse, and then gold gets to go where it's supposed to be. Uh, we're sitting in that same spot. So let me give you an example of why I call this the good old days for buying gold, silver, you know, all these these precious metals. In 2019, Joe, we were at a spot where gold and silver was lower than it should have been. There was no emergency at that point, okay? And then every other country in the world, had record highs in gold except for America. Yeah, I don't know if you remember this. Remember, almost everybody else had record highs. And then the COVID uh, emergency came, and then in August of 2020, gold just went up to new highs. We're getting ready for the same thing to happen, Joe. It's coming. Yeah, and you think about uh, central bank gold demand, the highest level. I want to say the report was was like 30 years, And, and that may be as far back. As it goes, uh, and then you look at the again. It was unilateral. The only place where gold demand was down was paper gold. That's it. Nowhere else. And they're and they're uh, trying to Joe. All these big buyers are pushing you, the small guy, to sell it all because well, it's just not any good right now. So go buy some Bitcoin. That's what they're doing. They're pushing you to sell yours, Joe, and then uh, and then suddenly it hops up in price, and you bought something that just crashes. This is how they get the uh, small guy, Joe. Yeah, that, that's true. It's the ultimate bait and switch. But it, but the thing that I love about it is, remember on Friday, last Friday, speaking of paper gold, 
was the largest single day purchase ever. Yep. Of twenty over twenty seven metric tons in a single day. Think about yesterday as gold plummeted. And yet the gold demand numbers came out for all of twenty twenty one and blew it out of the water. If if paper gold demand had been zero, we're talking about a number already, even with the paper gold, over 4,000 metric tons of gold, which essentially means all the mine supply got bought, all the scrap supply got bought, Plus, uh, there had to be some extra gold somewhere. In other words, th- this is deficit territory. This is a number that gold should have f- taken off on, uh, but yet it doesn't. And, and these are the things that, that, uh, as, as Jason keeps talking about, when it finally, when it does break, it's gonna be sudden, it's gonna be severe. I bring up natural gas. We're all of a sudden, in a matter of minutes, the price shot up 72% in minutes. Uh, and, and, and these are the things of, of the distortions of, that are in these markets right now. It is a very dangerous market to be in. Uh, take today, Apple blew earnings out of the water. Everybody else, by the way, all the other earnings were terrible. Exxon. How does Exxon miss with 80-some dollar oil? Caterpillar. Man, Caterpillar, the sales were great. The problem for Caterpillar were costs were rising way faster than sales. They were just getting eaten up by these costs. But Apple had a great quarter. And even with the the great Apple, which drives, you know, so much of the stock market, uh, the Dow's been negative for most of the day. Right, even that, even that. Right now, with Apple's earnings, the Dow should be up a thousand points with Apple's earnings. Uh, and it's essential. Well, right this second. By the way, this this was the, one of the higher marks of the day. Uh, the Dow's up fifty points. That's it. Why? Because all the other fundamentals are pointing to major weaknesses uh, spreading across the markets, and, and a lot of it having to do with inflation. Uh, Neil Kashkari, he is uh, one of the Minneapolis Federal Reserve now. Uh, here comes the tuck talk. It's time for us to walk the walk. Uh, as far as rate hikes go, uh, and I'll tell you right now, this is this is why I'm so bullish on, on gold. Because the second the rates start rising, you watch what happens. I think by by the end of the summer, the Fed's already talking about tucking tail and running uh, as they run into this huge mess that they've created for themselves. It's it almost I don't want to say it's it, it really it's almost impossible for it to end any other way. They've only got two choices: crash the market. Or let inflation run. And Jason and I think we're in the same camp. They want to pretend that they're going to fight inflation right up until Wall Street crashes and then tuck tail and run. Right, Jason? Yeah, and then also a market crash for these uh, these big players is also a buying opportunity. So that that actually benefits them also. So if they can pull off all this at once and, and, and then look like the victors by, hey, we're just going to print a bunch of more money and we're going to save the markets. If they can pull this uh, maneuver off one more time, Joe – 
then they're going to do it. And I, like I said, we, we could see the tr- uh, the Fed buying 500, you know, 500 billion or 700 billion per month instead of 120 billion a month. That's where it'll end up. You have to. It's almost like a tenfold when you have to do this again and again and again. So we could see the. Tr- Can you imagine the Fed buying 500 or 600 billion dollars in, in assets per month? And, and you know, Jason brings up a really good point. I want people to remember. Because it sounds a lot, oh, come on, it wouldn't be that high. Remember the first crisis. Right? The first, there was the housing crash. Then, but that was okay, but then the financial crisis immediately followed. Remember the number that they had to use, otherwise Wall Street wasn't going to open the next day. $720 billion was the number. Think about what we've spent this time around, right? I mean, you're talking about uh, seven, probably, what, seven trillion dollars, right? Add a zero. The next one, to Jason's point, a hundred billion dollars, a hundred and twenty billion dollars, that's not going to be enough a month. It's going to have to be way more than that by a factor of ten. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. I, I just, I, I feel terrible. We have a president that's absolutely clueless. I mean, are we not the laughing stock uh, of the world right now? Uh, I guess we've got uh, the return of uh, respectability now with, with Joe Biden as president. Uh, just ask the Russians and the Ukrainians uh, what, what China's doing. By the way, uh, news breaking that China has been actively helping Venezuela get its oil out, output up. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Jay Powell, I'm telling you right now, this guy is the worst Federal Reserve president since Arthur Burns. Uh, he absolutely has no idea what the heck he's doing. And believe me, this little whitewash we got from, from them on his press conference on Wednesday, is a, it's nothing more than... Get out of the stock market, believe me. Get out of the stock market. Get into the gold market. Uh, and really, and, and, and again, if you're younger, you don't have to necessarily get out of the stock market. The stock market will come back again. But right now, listen, you know where it's headed. Uh, for you older people, that's the one. The ones that are older are the ones that are going to struggle the most. Right? Because they don't have... Ten more years to make it up and all of these things. And, and of course, who's got the most of the stock market? Most of the stock market is owned by people that are 65 and older. Uh, the ones that don't have that extra time to make it all up. But let me, let me just tell you how bad it is. And I do this every single day. Kraft Heinz. You know, I got to say Kraft Heinz because it's all one company. By the way, uh, Brookshire Hathaway, major stockholder, uh, yesterday said, hey, uh, we're raising prices. And it really caught my eye because I'm like, well, wait a minute. You raised prices by 9% in November. But Kraft Heinz said, hey, guess what? That wasn't enough. Starting March one. Kraft Heinz announced that it is raising product, uh, raising prices along all of its product lines. They said the increases range 
from a low, this is the smallest increase, 6.6% on 12-ounce Velveeta fresh packs, right, so your, your, your teas, to a 30% increase on Oscar Mayer turkey bacon, which for uh, a lot of us out there, us bigger guys, right? Yeah, you can't eat the real stuff. you got to go to the turkey bacon. I'm actually a big fan of turkey bacon. It's not that bad. 30%. How about cold cuts? Oh, that, that's all. It's, it's only going up 10%. Hot dogs. Yep, uh, 10%. Kool-Aid and Capri Suns. You know, for those of you out there, you got the kiddies out there. Right? And, and, and it's, it's your day to bring the snacks after the soccer game. Right? You, you're the snack parents. Yeah, well, guess what? The cost of those Capri Suns, uh, going up 20%. And like I said, need I remind you that just three months ago they raised prices 9%. This is something, these guys are so clueless. They have no idea, Jason, what's really happening in the real world. Or they really know what's going on, and they're doing this on purpose, Joe. That's, I always go back to that. I really think the whole thing is rigged. I just it, it, This whole thing benefits the few at the top, Joe. It all does. They really are benefiting from oh, all this. Listen, believe me. Just How do I know? Go look at Warren Buffett. Where does he make all his money? Wit, he doesn't make it during the good times. Uncle Warren's a bottom feeder, right? He waits for the crashes and then gobbles it all up, right? Because only the people that have any money can actually take advantage, and that's that's why Jason. You know, this is this is why Jason says what he says. Hey, listen, they're all, they want to wipe out the majority. It's the people that have the money left that reap all the benefits. And, and, and then again, you think about uh, barista saying we want to unionize. Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, I don't know what a Capri Sun box costs anymore, but could you imagine, hey, in the, in the course of four or five months, the price went up 40%? Right, of course. Or maybe they'll do uh, their favorite. Well, you know, you used to have ten of them in there. Uh, the new box has six. But don't worry, the price is the same. I mean, it, it, it is absolutely incredible. Uh, uh, former Fed governors uh, are out now just hammering Jay Powell. Uh, Fisher, who was the Dallas Federal Reserve president, uh, not the one that did all the illegal trading. Uh, he may have, but he wasn't that. Richard Fisher, uh, he was on the idiot box, on squawk box. Uh, for an interview yesterday, and he just went off about uh, the Fed needing and the markets needing to take their beer goggles off, that they have no idea uh, what they're doing, calling the market 100% dependent uh, on the Federal Reserve, uh, that, that the Federal Reserve needs to, uh, get the stock, uh, the stock market off of its, you, you know, off of its bosom. And, and said, uh, you know, 
still saying, you know, it can be done, but the market's been wearing beer goggles for the longest possible time, right? And again, what is he saying? This bubble has been blowing and blowing and blowing and blowing, and it's time uh, to to let it all burst. And he's talks he was talking about dramatic turns in the market and all of these uh, other things, and said that the Fed has created dependency uh, almost for an entire generation of money managers. So when you think about it. Uh, I, I really love what Fisher said. Hey, this has been going on for decades. They don't know how to even establish fair pricing. Because really, what's the stock market supposed to do? Most people don't even know. The stock market is supposed to set a price, a fair value for things. And, of course, right now, we tell you how unbelievably overvalued everything is but to to uh fisher's point he says the fed has created of course obviously he was a part of this this whole generation of money managers who don't even know how to price things without the federal reserve support uh which really begs the question what happens when that support leaves Pizza radio news hour we'll be back after the break Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jake with Jason Walker uh, here on this Friday, wrapping up maybe one of the most ridiculous uh, sell-offs in the gold and silver markets that I've seen uh, in the almost twenty years I've been doing this. And like I said, there was a ton of data out. Uh, about the actual physical demand sides on both metals hitting hitting levels uh, demand levels the world's never seen outside of paper markets and 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 it continues on today. Uh, think about this on a day when the mint already think about it, we didn't even get out of January, which always is the, the mint has more silver eagles. Uh, in January than any other month. Already the day that it goes on allocation, and by the way, the premiums are almost at a, back to an all-time record high again. And silver's down another almost 50 cents today. Think about it. Yesterday was down like a dollar something. Over a dollar. I mean, the, the metals lost a dollar and a half on news that the world just can't get enough of it, Jason. Yeah, that's right, Joe. That's right. I mean, uh, this is why we've got to keep pounding the message. This is a buying opportunity for gold and silver. That's all there is to it. It's, it is a huge buying opportunity. This is one of those times where a few years from now or even months from now, we'll be saying, you could have bought it at that level. You know, when it was in a, a sweet spot where everything else was inflated to its highest prices, lumber and uh, and, and juice packs. Look at what we're talking about today. Juice boxes. Yeah, exactly. Turkey bacon, Velveeta cheese slices, right? I mean, and the list goes on. Natural gas spiked 72% in, in five minutes yesterday. Uh, Russia is on the verge of invading Ukraine, according to Joe Biden. Right? And, and we're sitting here talking about almost every single 
item except gold and silver are going to be at all-time highs. You're kidding yourself. You're absolutely kidding yourself. And again, uh, setting up for failure. Think about today. Consumer confidence hit a 10-year low. That is not good. Because when consumers aren't confident, they don't buy things. At the same time, the, the, the Fed's favorite game, it's my favorite number, the core CPE. Of course, that stands for Consumer Price Index, right? The CPE, yes. It's our, and it's the core, mind you. Hit a 40-year high. Well, just almost a 40-year high. 39 years. And Jay Powell's talking about, well, you know, we really haven't talked about, uh, you know, too much about rate hikes and, and, and taper yet. You know, we're, we, we, we're just not there yet. When are we going to be there? Wages. And I warned you about this. Wages haven't gone up enough. That number came out today. Guess what? Wages were up. Yep, they were up. But it was the lowest increase in the last four months. So right as everything's ramping up and getting even more expensive, essentially what's happened is all those pay raises haven't kept up. And this is why you're seeing barista saying, let's unionize, Jason. Exactly, Joe. Exactly. Let me let me give an example. Right, what I think gold will be doing in the short term future, uh, and I like to go with you know because Joe took Brian and myself on as partners in 2018. So I, I love we have this time frame we can look at, which is which I think is really cool. The twenty dollar gold pieces, which is one of the major coins we sell, was was averaging from 2018 2019 about thirteen hundred bucks. That's what we would sell it at. You know, a little lower sometimes, a little higher sometimes. Uh, if you take 50% of that and just add it on, so 650 bucks to these $20 gold pieces, that's 1950 Joe. That's essentially a little lower than what we sell those at now. And we didn't have the inflation we have now. So when this thing goes, you add 50% onto where we're at now. It was just, say, 2000 bucks. We will be selling $20 gold pieces at the low end in the near future for 3000 bucks. I'm convinced, Joe, that that's where it has to go. And we have inflation, which means we could push past 50%. Uh, when we add that to the gold price, and it'll be some emergency that'll usher this whole thing in, Joe. Yeah, so we got rolls of silver quarters uh, at 210, uh, rolls of silver dimes at 105. Again, the U.S. Mint, essentially, they're out. Uh, silver Eagles are out. Uh, premium skyrocketed overnight. Uh, on the gold side, U.S. $20 gold pieces, one through nine we're going to go at 2060 10 or more 2050 at 800 951 uh, as i said gold or silver is down almost 50 cents here at 2220 uh gold is down 10 bucks uh at 1782 uh, and, and, and the, the Dow, uh, up almost a hundred points right now. Uh, crude oil, uh, is up over a dollar and a half. Natural gas, uh, right now the big winner of the day as it, uh, continues, 
uh, to, to pile it on as the big freeze and blizzard that's coming. There, uh, something like 45 million people maybe under a, a sheet of ice and snow, uh, where, yeah, so, uh, unleaded gas. I didn't even talk about unleaded gas. Unleaded gas has risen almost 10 cents just this week alone on the future side. So, uh, the price at the pump, getting ready to go. Imagine if there's another one of these hackings of the pipeline right about now. What would happen? Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. 800 Wow. Uh, just breaking here. Uh, Bloomberg is reporting that the Biden administration has briefed uh, Wall Street on far-reaching sanctions on Russia, uh, included in the National Security Council, uh, where the executives from Citigroup, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, and Goldman Sachs uh, about uh, actions on Russia, fearing a, an, an intimate uh, invasion of, of the Ukraine from the Russians. Uh, and, and by the way, we're going to have Glenn Tate on the half-empty cup. Those of you that uh, don't have the terrestrial radio, I want to, uh, you know, go to go to thirteen sixty KHNC and, and stream it in. I actually now I just got this news. I got a text at nine fourteen that Glenn was going to break news about Russia hinting at attacking uh, the United States energy and electrical grid in response. Uh, and I was like, and I was like, in response to what? I didn't even know what. But apparently there was a, a big powwow. Uh, and, of course, uh, got to make sure Citigroup, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, and Goldman Sachs, Jason, uh, were apparently in this meeting. Uh, and I'm, I'm assuming trying to get them to try to keep, because, I mean, if this is true, oil is going to be well over $100. European natural gas would probably be the equivalent of five or $600 oil. This just makes no sense to me. By attacking, that would be just less supplies coming out of Russia, I guess. That's, that would be the, uh, the, impl- you know, the implied idea, right? Yeah, you know, in Russia, right, uh, the outside of Saudi Arabia, you know, the largest producer of oil not counting our own production but i mean they're they're huge in this this is uh, but again when you got an idiot in charge this is what happens absolutely joe and so that yeah well, it'll be a, a good conversation with glenn tate i'm sure i think he's on uh, listening a little bit right now so we'll uh, that'll that'll be good i did i'll uh I'll uh, I'll be enjoying uh, what Glenn has to put on because uh, yeah, and it was just like I said. So you know, it was during the show earlier during the show, and, and I didn't even uh, know that anything was really happening outside of uh, you know the, the a, a lot of posturing. But apparently, uh, this morning the Biden administration leading uh, meeting uh, with the biggest banks and Goldman Sachs. Uh, to discuss, they're, they're talking about major sanctions against the Russians. Uh, and again, uh, the timing of this is, it's, it's almost idiotic. 
I can't wait, Joe. We'll talk about it. I want to get into it now. I want to hear what Glenn Tate has to say so we can react because that's that's going to be the best thing to do is because you know, I have my opinions. You'll have yours, but uh, and, and Glenn will have some outstanding information because this, this could quite possibly be the big false flag event, emergency that's going to set things in motion for global economic collapse, Joe. Yeah, well, you've been calling for that. That's the thing, and uh, you can't have uh, a big collapse uh, without some global uh, calamity, and this may be one of those here. Uh, very interesting. I find it interesting. It's kind of funny, you know, gold's down $9, really. We just called in uh, the big banks and Wall Street to 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 talk about, hey, uh, we're essentially going to try to cut Russia off from the rest of the world, and what could the effects possibly be of that? Uh, it really, really interesting. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two twenty dollar gold pieces one through nine two thousand sixty ten or more two thousand fifty. Don't forget about that silver. Man, what is going to happen by Monday?